It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for To The Max Sports. Bob, I'm wearing the sunglasses today to hide my shame. Well, do you, do you, do you wear sunglasses at night? <laughs> Keep the visions yes, in yes, your eyes? Yes, yes, Corey Hart. Boy, yep. you, you, we're really dating ourselves now. That's not that bad. It's not that bad. I like Corey Hart. Yeah. Um, so we went two and three on our picks. You're standing running with the 49ers the entire time. I did lose my pick just because I announced it, having the Bengals as my can't miss lock of the week. But here's the problem with that. And, and people need to know this, okay? Just because I give you a pick on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday doesn't mean I'm going to play it on Saturday. There, there was an injury that came out with T. Higgins. And so, and Sam Hubbard was out on defense. So, you know, you got to do your own research, kids. I did not play that game because of the injury report that wasn't announced at the time of our announcing the games. So, having said that, super Bob, genius. super genius. I do have a lock of the week this week. Okay. Uh, Bob, you are 19 and 18. Uh, so you're, you're, you're above the Mendoza line. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That the bears Panthers game. And I'm 16 and 18 in my prime type picks. I mean, this, the, the Colts Patriots was the worst export to Germany since we invaded their territory in 1944. Yeah. That, that was a bad game. Jeez. And I don't sorry, know, sorry, I don't, sorry, Germans. The Mac Jones fiasco. You don't want him fighting on the front lines in World War II if he plays football like he did, but uh, yeah. they, got, they got issues. They have issues. They even put in Bailey Zappi, and he proceeded to throw an interception. Yeah, and then that Sunday night game, who, I mean, the Jets and the Raiders, 16-12. to 12, That's a really bad baseball game. That's not a football game. I think it's 11 quarters without a touchdown. And then the Broncos. And, and Coach Sala says, I'm still, I'm still on team uh, – yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then the Bills making absolutely stupid, stupid penalties. I mean, I they, they wouldn't have covered, but stupid penalties. Guy misses a field goal, and they got twelve guys on the field. Yeah, they have issues. <sighs> I, I would have never. Would we ever thought that we're talking uh, Buffalo and and potentially the Bengals now, not even making the playoffs, because that's where we stand. Though. Okay, hold on a second. We we need to check on this. I I I, ju- I just want to I just want to make sure we have up to date data. In the AFC East, the Dolphins six and three, Bills five and five, Jets four and five, Patriots two and eight. That's 11, 15, 17 victories. I know where we're going with this. In the AFC North, the Ravens seven and three, Steelers six and three, Browns six and three, Bengals five and four, 13, 19, 24. So we had predicted what, who would have the most wins for the division, yep. and I, yeah, you're winning it. And who would have thought my Bengals would be helping me on the, on the losses with that? God, it's, I mean, it, it, it's just a, yeah, it's a, it, it's, it's a buzzsaw of a division. And we start Thursday night, our first decent Thursday night game yeah, of that. the year. 
Bengals on the road at the Ravens. You yeah. want you want to talk picks right now? And we'll well, get we can, but let's let's kind of go around the NFL. Okay. There were some coming and goings and some surprises that we could talk about. Uh, Buffalo did fire their OC. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they they got problems, but their problems are more serious than the Bengals because you know with the Bengals they're like a they're like a car. If if something's misfiring, it causes problems throughout the car. And they're just so thin. It just seems like with the Bengals, if they don't have one of their key players, be it Higgins, be it Burroughs, be it Jamar Chase, they just can't get her done. Okay. But when they have it all together, they they, they got the formula to make it work. And, um, okay. yeah, I mean, it's – would you have ever – Injuries, injuries are a constant in the NFL. Absolutely. And, and we, my 49ers had three losses because of injuries. I can argue our three losses, especially how we showed up against the Jaguars in their house. Yeah. Shows that, I mean, the Debo Samuels, Trent Williams, and then the addition of Chase Young coming out of the bye week, him and Bosa on opposite sides yeah. of that defensive line, that's nasty. One thing with Nasty. your team that I, I don't think the Bengals have is depth. And so when one of your guys go down, it's, you do have some next man up, and the Bengals just don't have that. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. the one the injuries we had were key players. Debo Samuels is a key player yeah. for that smash-mouth football team. And, and to your point, I would argue that having Burroughs is unhealthy the first three games. Oh, no, that, yeah, Higgins out, absolutely. But that's, absolutely. Hey, that's just the way the NFL rolls. Would you have ever thought, after an 0-3 start with uh, – Kissing my cousins, Kirk Cousins, that they would be six and four at this point. My and God, actually- Josh, Josh Dobbs, who I saw a video, he needed to be shown around the facility to get to the locker room this past weekend. <laughs> you know where Job Josh Jobs was on August sixteenth? I don't know, launching a rocket somewhere. The the, the dude's an aerospace engineer. Let, let me tell you where he was at. He was the backup quarterback to a team that could really say, man, I wish we had him right now, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. They traded him to Arizona. You think they're they're having a little uh, trading remorse right now? Well, with Deshaun Watson out for the rest of the season with a fractured shoulder, though though I do have one friend that, this, that, that thinks that this is God's retribution on Deshaun Watson, which I laugh oh, wow. at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll go there, but... Uh, you know, you can't massage his injury. It's it's a fracture. Yeah, no, you no no you can. He is out the rest of the season because he is not nice. Yeah, I I now get what you've done there. Uh, no, that's a yeah, that's a because so he has surgery. He's gonna have surgery this week on that. Yeah, thing. they're starting a rookie. Well, they sure could use Dobbs though. That was actually going to be my lock of the week, Cleveland plus four until. You know the injury news comes out on Watson, so that one's off the board for me. What's What's crazy is these these. I'm trying to find a good, clean word to describe the the ownership of the Browns. If I if I was Deshaun Watson, I'd be like, I, I don't know if I'd be sad. I really don't know if I'd be sad. I'd be like, wait, I got a 240 million dollar guaranteed contract. I really don't care if I play. I'm, I'm telling you, Deshaun Watson should have read between the lines. I've been saying it for years. I meant to do this before the show, but I've been running around. If you want to end your NFL quarterbacking career, you go to Cleveland. I and think, I pulled it up one time, I think since 2010 they've had like 20 quarterbacks. Yeah. Something crazy, some crazy number. Yeah, but the crazy thing is, is yeah, end your Go in the front door, get a big contract, end your career, and walk out the back door with $240 million. 
But despite all of this, they're sitting at six and three. Yeah. Which is absolutely phenomenal. The only better job than Deshaun Watson today is Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. How about (laughs) that one? I, I, I have a report here. The money colleges are shelling out to get rid of coaches that they gave enormous amounts of money for would absolutely blow your mind. It's, it it's, is, it's staggering the amount of money these colleges it have. Is, it is the best job in the world, is fired college football coach. Absolutely. Jimbo Fisher, $76 million. A&M owes him a $19 million lump sum payout in 60 days and another 7 or $8 million after that, 60 days after that, and then they start paying him $8 yeah. million a year. The gold's so heavy on his contract, his golden parachute may not even float. It may just crash to the ground, but he's walking away. Uh, yeah, it's a, and with yeah, a lot of money. And what, what pisses me off is that is a public institution, and that is money that boosters could have spent, I don't know, in student facilities. And in addition to Jimbo's buyout, they also have to buy out the staff. It's crazy. And look at the money Texas has showed out. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I can go down the list. I've got it here on my phone. In the last two years, there is a in the Power Five conferences, there is about a hundred and forty-five million dollars in dead money. It's insane. God, and that's that's a travesty. A and M, hire me and then fire me, please. <laughs> they just might send them your resume. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think other than that, I mean, yeah. it's just it's just kind of normal shit. Though I did hear something, and my God, who are the idiots on ESPN that are saying that Dak Prescott may be the best quarterback in football after one week against a really, really bad team. I mean, honestly, they beat up on a weakling. That's all they, they beat did. up on the giant. Right, the just- but if you pull his uh, stats for the last three or four games, he, you know, we talk about him when he's bad. So I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to slam him when he's good. Yeah. Has he been playing really bad teams? Yes. Is he playing a really bad team next week with the Panthers or this week? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, don't, don't tell me he's the best quarterback in football right now, because I will, I will kick you out of this space. I'm not going to say he's the best, but he's putting up as good a numbers as anyone the last couple of games, but you know, who couldn't Tua, CJ Stroud, Brock Purdy, Mahomes, I got at least four or five guys that I say are better than him. Dak Prescott is an average quarterback, which is fine, Dallas Cowboys fans. That's all you need. Don't expect don't expect Prescott to win you a game because he will not. Well, what we can do is a segment. We'll bring it back. It's been a while. It was this week in baseballs, but had a really you know the the Bills fans have are they're turning on each other. Their team's so bad and struggling so much right now. I shouldn't say bad, but struggling. It looks like they're turning on each other. So we yeah. got a segment here this week in footballs. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Come on! Oh, yeah! Let's go! Oh! 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 Oh, sh- The Bills made me want to shout too, boys! Yeah! Now, <laughs> they had... Issues that I think their fans should rightly be pissed off about. So fine, but don't. Maybe maybe less beer and more meetings. Yeah. When you're when you're you know maybe those guys they had so much tes- so much testosterone, uh, they could have put some of those guys out on the field. Yeah, well, so yeah, just crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. We don't we don't con- we don't condone fighting. We also don't con- condone 
putting a guy in a headlock and dragging him backwards for 15 feet. You do that, you get suspended for five games, and it could have been more. We're looking at you, Draymond Green. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Though that altercation between Thompson, I forget who the player was for the Mm T-Wolves, that was crap, too. I mean, that was crap, too. They all deserve something. Well, sticking with uh, um, that theme, you know, I haven't done the police blotter in a while, sports police blotter. And we had a two arrests this week. The first one, if my phone can populate here, was a Jaguars wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Got a domestic battery charge. That's bad. Yeah, not good. NFL does not like that. Zay Jones. I can't, I don't know if he's a rookie or not. Was arrested on a misdemeanor domestic battery charge Monday. Yeah. So that's not good. First degree misdemeanor in Florida is punishable by 180 days in jail and up to a, up to a thousand dollar fine. So he made the blotter and the Saints wide receiver, Michael Thomas. He was also arrested. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure what he was arrested for. You know, guys, guys, if you're making that much money, maybe, I don't know, just stay home. Have a minder. Just stay home. Yeah. Join science, Scientology and have a minder to follow you around and make sure you don't misbehave. Hey, it, it worked for that little short guy named Tom Cruise. Yeah. It worked for Tom Cruise. <laughs> Get yourself a minder. Yeah. I'm not sure what he was arrested for, but that could affect some of your picks, you know, if you're doing sports Betting? Yeah. Speaking of bad picks, uh, what do we got this week? What games do we have on Thursday there? night? Bengals on the road at the Ravens. Baltimore is favored by three and a half. And that's probably a little bit of home field, which is about a two, two and a half or pointer. And then a little bit with T. Higgins probably still being out. So I bet you can't guess who, but who leads the National Football League in rushing yards as a team this year? Uh, I'm assuming it's one of these two since you're bringing it up now, and this is a coin flip. I'm going to the Ravens? The Ravens, yeah. The, the Bengals don't have a run game to speak of huh? outside of Mixon. So having said that and watching my Bengals give up like 200 yards of rushing last week against the Houston team, um, if I was betting it, which I'm not, I'd probably buy the hook and take uh, Baltimore minus three. But give me Baltimore minus three and a half. I'm going to go the other way because the AFC North has been all sorts of weird this entire season. And the Bengals came up against a, a really interesting, probably underrated team in the Texans and CJ Stroud, who is a legitimate MVP candidate as a rookie. So, but give, give, give me the Bengals in this game. I'll, I'll take the Bengals in the three and a half. Yeah. I hate rooting against my Bengals, but Business is business, Bob. Business is business. Fair enough. Fair enough. Who's our uh, next game? Our fun, our Funday night. Funday night. Sunday night game. Sunday Funday. Sunday Funday. Uh, the Vikings on the road at the Broncos. Broncos are favored by two and a half. This is. It's a really interesting game. You know, who would have thought we're talking about the Vikings actually being a possibility of winning that division at six and four. You know, I think Detroit's seven and two, but uh, you know I, they were my pick to begin the year. Yeah, and 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 Josh Jobs, I, I think Josh Jobs. This is this is my thought. I think Josh falls back to earth a little bit. I think the Broncos are surging, and as much as it pains me to say this, I think Wilson is kind of rounding into form. So for this one, I'm taking the Broncos and laying the points. Yep, Broncos at home getting how many? Giving how many points? Two and a half. They're giving or getting? Giving two and a half. 
Broncos are giving. Yeah, I'll take the Broncos at minus yeah. two and a half. This this one is actually, I, I wouldn't mind buying the extra extra half point on this one and hoping for a draw. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That could be a fairly entertaining game. Yeah. Monday night, Eagles on the road at the Chiefs, a Super Bowl rematch. Love it. Kansas City is only favored by two and a half in this, which I think is low, personally. Um, but I'm going to let you pick this game first. So I read a stat where typically the team that won the Super Bowl against the team that didn't in a rematch the following year, they win. And as much as I hate to do it because I'm not a Chiefs fan, give me the Chiefs minus two and a half. I'm giving, I'm taking the Chiefs because I won one. I, and this is not how you should bet, but I want the Eagles to lose this game. Uh, and, and I think I also have an issue with the Eagles a little bit that some of their games this season have been ugly wins and I don't think the chiefs are going to give up an ugly win to these guys. So yeah, I'll take the chiefs and lay the points. Should be a fun game, but more importantly, we finally got a game that we're semi-interested in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, interesting bookends. We have the Ravens and the Bengals and we have the Eagles and the chiefs Two two should be good games. Yeah. Should be good games. So you've got your running 49ers. What's third line right now? The Buccaneers are traveling to Levi Stadium. Ouch. The 49ers are laying 11 and a half. (laughs) (laughs) So that is your your pick. And I don't think that's enough. (laughs) Yeah, that that could be pretty, 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 pretty ugly. My luck of the week is 11 and a half. Uh, I love... This this year in the NFL, teams coming off a bye, your 49ers, my Bengals, have been very impressive. Miami's coming off a bye, and uh, I like them laying 11 and a half. Where did you get 11 and a half? ESPN is reporting 13 and a half right now. And it's jumped up. So, we'll give you 11 and a half. We well, like you. I, I booked it at 12. Okay. Then it dropped to 11 and a half. Now it's up to 13 and a half. 13 and a half is what ESPN is That's reporting. a lot, but I'll, I'll take it because we're doing it now. Uh, I don't know if I like 13 and a half, but if you can get the line at 12 or 11 and a half kids, take it. Miami's my lock of the week. Yeah, I think. I, I, I think the Ra- Raiders are going to have issues. I think I think they fall back to earth a little Another bit. Another team that the, comes back to earth. The, the Dolphins. The Dolphins are a good football team and were my and at home. They're very have good. been have been my pick for the AFC for a while now. Yeah. So one well, other team reason I like them. If they put them against a, a 500 or above team, they struggle. But for whatever reason, they play a subpar 500 team and they dominate. Look for the Miami. Yeah. Dolphins to dominate. I'd, I'd be on the page with you on that one. Hey, Bob, so the Cy Young Award winners were announced. Um, Blake Snell won. And then the New York, uh, one of my old favorites, he's an old head, played for Pittsburgh for years. Oh, I don't know why his name's remiss here. Good radio. No, hold on a second. Bob, our R&D guy, is looking it up as we speak. By the way, guys, we come to you live from oh, yeah. the Flying Whipper Production Studios. Yeah, Blake Blake Snell and yeah. uh, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, great pitcher, old head. Who would have thought back in your daddy's day that 15 wins, 15 wins would win you a Cy Young Award? I don't, I, I think it's going to be very, very unlikely we ever see a 20-game winner in Major League Baseball ever again. We'll never see a 300 winner again. <sighs> I, uh, think that, I, I think that's just probably there, a safe and bet, that, too. And that's kind of sucks. You know, I'm a, I used to like every year who was coming up on 300. There's nobody now. 
You well, know, here, here's a little uh, trivia question for you. Might surprise okay. you. Who was the last 300 winner in Major League? Don't know. Don't know. It's not that long. Randy ago, Johnson, 2009. Okay. Well, it's 14 years. 14 years. We'll <laughs> 14 never see years. another one. Just the way the baseball dynamics are now. Yeah. Pulling I mean, guys out after five or six innings. Well, I, I mean, I think the analytics say that. I also think it's a longevity and a durability issue. And How much will affect uh, future Hall of Fame pitchers, though? I don't think it will. Will they adjust accordingly? You almost have to go the by voting? ERA now. You, you, we'll find you other. We'll find. We'll find. Yeah, I mean, we'll find other metrics to measure these pitchers in this day and age. I think you may end up seeing more relievers than you typically have in the hall. Uh, it took a long time before you got a reliever in the hall, and was that probably Suter? Suter, I know he was. I wonder who the first reliever, the first true. I'm going to say Bruce Suter, probably. Maybe Goose. Uh, well, I think we're both wrong. Okay. Not the first time. Uh, Hoyt Wilhelm. Hoyt Wilhelm was a, re- he was a starter, wasn't he? Primary. He was I know pri- he was a knuckleballer. Primary, pri- pri- what, what, what is being, re- primarily a reliever. So he may have started and then switched over. Let's do modern day era. So, they, so, the, yeah, so the next one, Raleigh Fingers, Dennis okay. Eckersley, Dennis. Bruce Suter, okay. Goose Gossage. Here we go. Or in the ballpark. Trevor Hoffman, Lee Smith, and Mariano Rivera. Yeah, I mean, now you're going to see relievers getting 40, 35, 40 saves. Yeah. If you have that true closer, they'll probably be in the Hall of Fame before some of these starting pitchers. Yeah, just true. based on that met- old metrics. True, 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 true. Anything else, Bob? I know you got some stuff you got to run and do today. No, I think that's I think that's about it. It's a, yeah, I mean, Wemby is performing very, very well on a team that's giving him no support. Yeah. Uh, they, that was a fun matchup watching Chet Holmgren and Wimby the other night. Yep. I think the, uh, looks like my Spurs are pining for another uh, lottery pick though. See, I, I don't think so. I'm, I, I would still, I'm still predicting them at 31 or 32 wins this season, which takes them out of legitimate lottery contention. I, I would have thought so the way they started, but man, they're just, they're giving up all-star defensive numbers, 140, 150 points a game. Yeah, we'll t- we'll see. I, I I think it's it's still it's still a matter of we have many many games ahead for Popovich to figure out what Wemby is. And more importantly, we have many many draft picks stockpiled. We'll see. We, next, we definitely got to find a point guard next season. I mean, we're beating yeah. a dead horse, but the Sohan experience didn't yeah. work out, and he he had some expletives as for what he thought about that, which I won't repeat. Yeah. So he's not a fan of that either. Neither am I. I'm sure Jeff isn't either. Our friend Jeff. Anything else, Bob? I think that's about it. I mean, we had, you know, I watched a final episode of Welcome to Wrexham. So Wrexham got promoted, uh, which is old news to anybody that actually watches actual football. And uh, no, it's kind of, it is what it is. It is what it is. My 49ers are back. They're back, baby. Yeah, they're looking good, and Bob. I th- and I think right now, I mean, I'm biased, but. Best team in the NFC. But you listened to my show when they went 0-3. I said, don't worry about it. They will be okay. I was a little worried about the it. Kids because are all right. Because I, I am worried about home field advantage in the playoffs. That's that's what I'm really worried about. I'm not yeah. worried about them making the playoffs and winning the NFC West. It's that home field advantage because I don't want to play the conference championship game in Philadelphia. I don't. I understand. So. You'll be okay. Okay. 
Well, folks, we'll see you with our Thanksgiving picks next week. Thanksgiving already yeah. next week. Absolutely. Who'd have thunk? Okay. Peace out, everyone. Peace out. O-H-I-O.